0: evening afternoon how are you um it's been two weeks since i've been in this chair yeah you were here last week but i was at home oh yeah that's right yeah i was i set up that that whole set for myself Mm -hmm. yeah which i was actually very proud of but i had to tear up my whole bedroom to do it because i used my clothing rack which was in the opposite corner of my room and on that clothing rack was like every jacket i've ever worn i've had i had like a basket of towels on the bottom like shoe rack part i had to move all of it but it looked good uh,
1: yeah, I think I'm Geo liked your set I think a few other 10 people liked your set
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you I, uh, I wrote down all of your comments So that I can uh, put them on a piece of paper And fold them up and put them in a jar For when I'm feeling sad A little like words of validation Exactly, so that I know I still got it um, How are you? Fine, yeah Fine <laughs> Fine, fine. <laughs> you finished um, Link Between Worlds. I did, yes. On the three DS, we didn't talk about that yet. No, we didn't even talk about you playing it at you, all.
1: Yeah, no. Sean loaned me his three DS, and I've been going on a nostalgia trip. Uh, a Link, uh, a Link Between Worlds was fun because it was exactly it was a sequel to a Link to the Past, which is the game that got me into Zelda in the first place. And then I found out I can buy ocarina of time for the 3ds now and so now i'm and majora's and majora's mask so so
0: now we're next week we're just going to be doing it's just going to be me it's going to be a solo podcast because jordan is going to be occupied entirely by the digital world of the legend of zelda Mm -hmm. yeah so for actually for the next foreseeable future it'll just be me, yeah, doing exactly what I'm doing right. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, no, you I'm do just need, kidding. You do
1: need to play an Animal Crossing stream because uh, Dab has been asking for that. Oh my God,
0: times. Dab! I feel bad. I haven't replied to her DM on Instagram because, like, every time that I remember that I want that that I want to like visit her island or add her or whatever, uh, I've already exhausted my Switch battery. And since I don't have my TV mounted, I'm not playing on with it on the dock. I'm mm-hmm. playing with it handheld. Uh, and, and so my switch battery has died by the time I'm like, Oh fuck, I'm sorry, dab. I should have just, you know, now I have to wait for it two two more hours for it to charge. So sorry, I'll, I'll get to, it. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 everybody. So we should, uh, so, uh, what's what, uh, there's a, uh, I heard there's some, uh, some, this, this, pro- this protest, something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we have had protesters create their own. Country, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Ch- well, we still, let's go ahead and talk about Chaz, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm of two minds about Chaz, okay, sure. I, I think it's so dorky <laughs> and so ridiculous. Um, I don't believe what people like Tiger Carlson are saying that's a danger to America or any of this kind of stuff. Um, and I also think it's simultaneously adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think what's so funny, like, why Chaz was able to happen, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle, um, is because everybody, including you and I, are on unemployment, and it pays Mm -hmm. pretty well. Yeah. We have these cards, (laughs) which we can spend money on.
0: and so money that doesn't really exist to us because it never touches our hands. It's just on a card that they give us. I
1: don't know know what it's like in Seattle, uh, but uh, this will just... And my my dad was asking me yesterday. He's like, "Well, if you were the the governor of Seattle or a governor of, Chicago, of Washington State, rather, what would you do about this?" And I would say, uh, I said exactly what she's doing, because if you the optics of you going in and squashing this would not go well, considering that mm-hmm. Washington is an open carry state and people in there are armed, including Raz, the self appointed warlord, <laughs> right? The fucking. Who, who the video I saw of him the other day was handing out assault rifles or like or looked like an AR fifteen type rifle to a to a kid. Uh, from the back of his white tesla which says a lot about the kind of people that are occupying the space so it's largely middle class white kids some black people who, who probably also are not poor
0: they are trust fund ki- uh, well i will i will make the assumption it's a that safe they are. it's a safe assumption yeah because there is no way look like yes i'm on unemployment but there is no way i would go I don't know just abandon all things and and go to the the chaz yeah um because i don't think i could afford it afford to protect myself well afford that, to, that's the you know.
1: adorable irony of this whole thing so you know like their whole thing is like we're, we're sitting in an autonomous zone so we can and you know like the people were shitting on the little community garden and the guy who made it and i think oh, it's the cutest it it's is. the cutest thing and, but it's it's cute because uh I don't have any this guy apparently has the the black guy who made the little community garden um apparently has like a horticulture agree degree or, or something and but you're looking at this. you're like you need to build it you can't <laughs> there's so much wrong with it. a quick google search could build a better right garden. right and so but also like about about this being like this kind of anti-capitalist movement Uh, they're all you know. They're all going to the Walmart or whatever that's outside of the autonomous zone to buy water and snacks and all these kinds of tents and
0: tents. And uh, like in the background of the picture that you sent me of him, there's like lines of tents, and it's like those are brand new, right? Nobody was just like, oh yeah, I'll pull out my old twenty-year-old camping tent. No, they. They had to go buy. buy they had ones. to buy shelter. Yeah, yeah. Because none of these kids actually camp or, or doing this kind of stuff. It, that's the tough part. Like, it's such it, for me. It's such a cool idea in theory to just you know fucking break off, secede from the union, uh, and, and do your own shit. Not in the Confederate way, but in the way of in like the, in the Ted Kaczynski way, <laughs> in the Unabomber way. In the Unabomber way. But in this way, where it's like I don't know, rich young people being like, you know what, fuck it. Let's let's close off these six blocks. But, like, it's cool in that sense because they've kind of proved that they can... They've proven that they can sort of do it and not have any kind of, like, police... Not have a, a government police force, you know, enforcing any kind of laws there and... I don't know how many people have died in there, but it doesn't seem like a lot. You know, I feel like a lot of people would show up on the news. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think anybody's died. Um, Maybe some like assault. Well, that's that's a tough thing about talking about Chaz is
1: because there's no
0: reliable information. And it... the only person in there who claims to be a reliable reporter is Andy No, and I don't fucking respect. Well, Ant- him. Andy No's not there. He says he has been, and he's been show He's been posting videos, but that's the thing. So like somebody quote tweeted a video that he posted, and it was him. So he was walking around like. Uh, around like this building, and then it, it was just like graffitied up. There was like planks all over it, like art and everything. Uh, and somebody quote tweeted and was like, "This isn't the autonomous zone. This is outside the autonomous zone at a place called WeWork. We aren't even close to this right. this building. Yeah, We're, this is outside the six blocks. And so it's like, he is. I we've already known that he's a, a fucking pansy, but like, it is it is so sad that the the
1: the the <laughs> uh, the, the, the documentarian of 95-pound twink uh, vegan... The 95-pound twink vegan revolution has been doughy, ineffectual, (laughs) Andy. No, Like, it's it's such a shame.
0: It really is. And, like, his reporting is, like... Because we talked about him before a while back on the show where, like, Antifa threw, like, a smoothie or a milkshake. They fucked him up. They fucked him up. Yeah. But why the fuck... He was... He knew what was gonna happen when he went but there. But also,
1: the the person that
0: needs to be on the other
1: side of Antiva has to not let ninety five pound, twink, vegan <laughs> people kick the shit out of you. Like that, the 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 just That's pure exactly aesthetics it. of that happening kind of di- discredits what you're attempting to He's, do in a Andy pretty big way. is pudgy and
0: embarrassing and should not be on the front lines of our journals. Journals, our, uh journalists is what mm-hmm. I meant to say. Yeah. But he is the only person who is claiming to do it, even though he isn't. He's
1: a worthwhile Twitter follower just because he it, it like is like a, he's almost like an aggregator of videos where these things are going wrong. But the problem is that if you follow Andy No and you only follow people like him, you we would think that Chaz is this horrible, violent thing. Mm-hmm. And the best that I can glean from both sides of the information is it's largely kind of just doofy and peaceful and yeah. there are some kind of even the scuffles that Andy No posts I'm like this is like a minor disagreement and they're probably on drugs. Like it's the thing is I think that like largely the, the problems you're seeing in Chaz are like people who are like treating it like Burning Man
0: <laughs> which I look Burning Man is is in general like a, a wholesome and good thing, right? You go there yeah. and you like you barter goods. You live in a different world for, like, a few days. For sure. And then you you see, like, art pieces that are installed, and you trip out on drugs. And it's like, you abandon capitalism after paying $400 for a ticket. <laughs> That's the key point. You yep. abandon capitalism by paying $400 to get into this thing. And then you just, I don't know, exist in the desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's my take on Burning Man. But if this is anything like a Burning Man, it's... I think it's fine. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: and that's the thing is like, I, you know, again, back to my dad asking me what I would do about it is like I would just let it play out because like they're going to run out of money eventually. Yeah. And they, they can't keep it going. And I think that the optics of, you know, sending in the National Guard to squash it with an armed bunch of people who, like, I think that Raz would die for this mm-hmm. uh, to become a martyr. So it would just be better to just let it go, like, let it sort of ride out. Don't make it a fucking Waco situation. Just... Yeah. Let it ride and uh, and people because like you know and I made the point of like people are going to make up their own minds about it. It's like you know you have people on the right that are going to view it as one thing and people on the left they're going to view it as another. So uh, just let it go, let it go, mm-hmm. let it exist.
0: Um, well, I know you've been talking about like wanting to go on vacation and like we can go to vacation to Chaz. I bought us two tickets <laughs> to go on a tour bus that drives us through the Chaz. Mm-hmm. The Chaz. That's do we get a r- do we get a
1: ride in uh in his Tesla in, in uh we're... we do. I hate that his name's Raz
0: because it's it's so <laughs> Raz Chaz, it's like so hard for me to remember his name. And uh and he acts as our TMZ tour guide. Oh and he's like, and over here you have a trust fund kid who's whose great grandfather invented the cotton gin off the back of a black person. <laughs> here is the and, community uh, garden where the kid on acid's rolling around in it with sticks pretending
1: he's a judo master. <laughs>
0: There you go. It's uh, that is um, a katana that was purchased at <laughs> at a neck ne- at LL <laughs> <at laughs> L- L-
1: Neckbeard, <laughs> a, 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 a catalog for for uh, men who don't have sex very often. Uh, um, Perry Perry is here. Uh, Perry, what do you think of the Chaz uh, the uh, the uh, Chaz uh, Community Garden? I, I think you would have a lot of thoughts on this.
0: Yeah, Perry. We already know that you'd make just the most beautiful. They need you in in the Capitol Hill Capitol Hill autonomy. He side. would know to not plant
1: lettuce and tomatoes,
0: <laughs> right? Like this acidic loving thing, you know, r- not next to a a basic loving thing. Or what? It, what? It, what would it be? It's yeah, soil. is it basic soil? Is that what it's called? Just, I know there's acidic soil. Yeah, but yeah, and also Perry, we haven't seen you in a while. I don't know. Yeah, no, it has been a I, well, it's he, nice to see. He, you I think again. he was saying that he took a break off the it internet, did. which was very smart. Good to for do. you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> this
1: has been a fucking dumpster fire.
2: Right.
1: Um, but oh speaking of speaking of that and like taking a break, we're going to I think so I found a torrent or a PDF of um of White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Uh, which which is
0: largely informed a lot Allegedly of, you found a torrent of, yeah, alleg- of allegedly, white fragility. <laughs>
1: allegedly I didn't allegedly I stole Robin D'Angelo's book. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But uh, but we're gonna we're gonna probably take it in chunks, Sean and I, and then we'll do a separate episode just uh, oh yes discussing maybe. that particular book, which oh, I think is yes a very it's informing a lot of this ideology, like the whole uh, her book is White Fragility, if you guys don't know, which is it's an insane book because the the thesis you it's you can't disprove
0: it it's like a it's like complete like circular logic so mm. any time well, the, the premise but that it is based on upon which it is based is like is is the disprovable part it's like and there and luckily like people are waking up to how fucking insane Robin D'Angelo is this white woman who wrote a book about black people I want to read this excerpt from it. I'm real quick. so glad you have it
1: yeah so this is a this is a quote from uh, white fragility yeah uh, there's a curious satisfaction in the punishment of black people the smiling faces of the white crowd picnicking at lynches in the past and the satisfied approval of white people observing mass incarceration and execution in the present. Huh. White righteousness, when inflicting pain on African Americans, is evident in the, glee, in the glee the white collective derives from blackface and depictions of blacks as apes and gorillas. That is from a white woman's brain and mouth so, and pen. Right, and so it's like, who, who are you spending time with, Robin D'Angelo? <laughs> and, and this is like an important thing to, to notice, or to know, Stereo, and, I, and I, we yeah. won't burn too much of this content because this will be probably reserved for the episode we do entirely on this, on this fucking insane book, mm-hmm. is the grievance industry that she... Op- so she wrote this book so she can justify uh, her ability, and she does this, goes into corporations to hold workshops on this training and this mm-hmm. kind of thing. And this industry that she operates in is an $8 billion industry. Fuck. So, so like, again, like that Upton Sinclair quote that I have that uh, a man's salary depends on him not knowing the truth. Mm -hmm. This is kind of the the thing, the framework through which he's operating. And, you know, I was was sending it to uh, my sister in law because she she had read the book. Um, I sent that quote to her. And then she and I told her we were doing a podcast about it eventually. And she said, I really want to know what Robin DiAngelo's childhood was. And we all
0: know what it was. She was rich, she was affluent. She came from probably like a white, well, obviously a white, but went
1: to an entirely probably white Catholic school, upstate New York, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Like had no expo- like exposure. To, and like that, that's the kind that's of thing. A guess. of like, I don't know. How exhausting if you were
0: in any minority class would it be to interact with robin d'angelo right it's be it's because she would act in a way that it's like well you're fucking placating me robin like just imagine uh what she would say to you Uh, i respect you i do not derive pleasure from the incarceration of your people dude like that and that's kind of the thing of like uh do do other white people do you see me grinning at at black people getting jailed like four times as much as white people who have marijuana charges no uh, i'm not (laughs) okay and that's the kind of thing of like it's it's this
1: it's kind of like it's the same person that that you know, it's it's the same person that thinks that racism number one can be solved, which is <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy thought. Like it's sad, but it just it, it, it's never like, and especially when they keep uh, pushing the goalposts of, of what the word actually means. Mm-hmm. It's just it's never gonna it's never going to be solved to 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 the degree that you, until we're all some immutable brown color, or, or rather like in, indistinguishable sort of brown color. Um, but, but yeah, so this, this book is absolutely mentally insane and, uh, we're, we're going to cover
0: it kind of, uh, in full. On yeah. Another. I'm nervous to read it. I, <laughs> I have a, a, like a, a suspicion that I I may die yes. while reading it. I,
1: I, I think I've probably already started accelerating liver cancer. Like the cancer that's already existing on my liver from drinking as much <laughs> as I drank has been now accelerated because... Yeah, the 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 topics or the ideas that she espouses in this book. You know what's so crazy to me too is watching how many people like when people criticize the book on Twitter or like on any any forum, how people don't understand they're falling into her trap she's created of like you're doing this because you're white and fragile, and it's like. No, no, no. Any idea that can't be challenged is fucking fascist. And and mm-hmm. and, and sh- the ideas that she espouses in that book are
0: so fucking dangerous. And look, let's be real. Like the ideas that she espouses are entirely self-made. She is not surrounded by black scholars who are like, this is what you need to think. This is what you do. No, she and you said this to me before I came over. She's she hangs out with no one. She no. is alone, and so she has created in her head. Whenever she wrote this, when well, was and, it?
1: And uh, it, uh, I think 2016. And what's so crazy? <sighs> 2015, Ugh. I think actually. And what's so crazy about it? Her degree, her doctorate, is in white studies.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing. I
1: because it, it's not. It's a made up fucking degree.
0: So like but she. Uh, yeah. So there's
1: there's a sickness in in academia right now, mm-hmm. like a mass, a massive fucking sickness. And I think that like like one of when Mao like Mao's one like one of Mao's biggest, I think, why he accomplished all the horrible shit he accomplished was the first people he went to with his bad ideas were the students. The students were the ones he went to instantly because he said that they are the ones that are most amenable to my ideas. And so in like, again, if you guys like so just all this aside. Right. Um I have concerns about the language of her book and how she talks about things because if you don't think that there's gonna be a white backlash on the right over this kind of shit becoming mainstream, you need to really reevaluate how you're viewing this stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> because like so that's more what I'm concerned about like I can like I've been dealing with the left being insane for seven years now, so this is not anything new to me, but the Largely like why I started to criticize it and be concerned about the kind of rhetoric they're using is the is the pushback like I mean a lot of we've had lots of episodes about how the trans community is making the gay community not as like favorable to mainstream Mm -hmm. uh, public because there's their intense activistic angry rhetoric um, that isn't rooted in a lot of truth and this is very similar to people like Robin DiAngelo who will grift herself into uh, just horrible race relations Mm -hmm. It, it like it's it's
0: just all a bad idea, right? The racist world that that she has created has granted her a, a seat at the table of black people that mm-hmm. she so wants to be at, that well, she has imagined exists. That and, there's and this lo- council of black people who are approving your entrance into heaven, into woke heaven or whatever the well, fuck. And that's
1: the craziest thing about her book is it is it it positions black people to be simple. Mm -hmm. but more wise spiritually than white people which is so racist it's like it's so icky and racist and it's like that's the kind of thing of like what i think is so hard about the the academic discourse about this kind of thing and then we'll move on from that so we don't 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 burn too much information (laughs) (laughs) like the the (laughs) academic discourse is so painful and exhausting because it's like things that are racist should be a like a feel, like a feeling. And mm. so the thing is, is like when I'm starting to read her book, it's like, you feel very racist to me. Like you, like, she's like every white person notices the, like every, like th- they view the cultural lens through the blah, blah. And I'm like, I notice somebody's black initially, but it becomes much less important once I find something in common with them and we become friends, yeah. <laughs> which, which, and that's the thing is, I don't think that Robin DiAngelo has any black people in her life that aren't subservient to mm. her. And so there's nobody who I think that she views as her equal or even on like a hierarchy corporate level is allowed to be equal with her, which is why she could have this very strange, distorted view of race.
0: But it's it's a book full of psychotic ideas. And I guess we'll kind of just end it there. Yeah. So you mentioned I don't know if this is the next thing you want to talk about, but you mentioned like the gay and and trans movement. Uh, And I think that's relevant to the. The next video that i kind of wanted to talk about yeah let's that's actually a good idea we'll do that uh, uh so oops, this is fuck, can i close it uh i mean it's still that one maybe this video yeah um this is from an instagram live stream the the tweeter is auntie chan uh and the, the caption is these BLM marches are not parades. Stop making it about you. Here's Miss Toto enlightening someone, but stop making her do all the work. I love this to her too. <laughs> open a book and open your purse and Venmo rock Evans. Oh my God. That is fucking I insanity. love that shit too. Like,
1: like yeah, the Venmo thing, but here you go. Cut above on the
3: gay rank. Let black people speak, period. Shine light on black issues. Do something for the movement, opposed to trying to make it about you. And I understand that as a a white gay man that's conventionally attractive, you have been given a privilege that a lot of people do not. A lot of black people do not. So this isn't a time to make this shit about you at all. This is the time to give.
1: So let me stop that real quick. What I love about it is like the first bit of rhetoric that was coming out that made me get into the argument with a friend and like the thing that I rejected immediately
0: was. Sorry, if you guys are just listening, it's a it's a a black gay man talking to a white gay man. Two two very gay men talking to each other. Yeah.
1: Um, was that white silence is white violence. Mm-hmm. And now this fucking TikTok is telling us that we should just shut the fuck up. Which is kind of my position of take. I'm just like, y- there's no, there's yeah. so much emotion in this right now, I'm not interested in participating because none of you are thinking logically.
0: As he isn't.
1: Yeah. Or she. Or whatever the fuck this person is, I don't give a shit.
0: I think she's a, a drag queen. He is in male form right now, but <laughs> goes by Miss Toto when she's a drag queen. I wish queen. there was an anamorph like book cover
1: of his, <laughs> yeah. like the in between one where it's like got like half the makeup and shit on <laughs> that'd be fucking great
3: to black people to amplify their voices or if you don't feel comfortable speaking for black people because i probably wouldn't let you speak for me at all <laughs> okay this is the opportunity to uh-huh. get that opportunity for them get the platform for them share the links share the, the black queens you were like i'm not one of those gays that goes to the bars maybe we don't care what are you doing for the community whether or not this is about
1: So do you honestly think he could do anything that would satisfy this person Absolutely not right. and That's look the like
0: the the issue that I I take with this video is not not the the drag queens animation or like any kind of like fervor that that they have in this issue like to be emotional about it Oh shit The issue What's our going on? Camera's not on it. How do I get it back in there? What do you what do you mean our camera's not it's on? It's not it? on the screen. Uh, bu- oh, bummer. I took it off when we were doing the last thing. Uh, I uh keep talking yeah, off it. Yeah, sorry. Um, now I'm, I'm a little distracted. But like the issue that I take with this is that yes, be emotional about this, but I so this the white the white gay that's that's in There we, go. Th- there we are. Yeah, the white gay that's in uh, the video here. I feel probably has done nothing wrong. And, like, what I am concerned with is obviously this is something that many people, many minorities go through. It's it's getting pegged for something that you're not. And so they want us so badly to be the vapid, empty, white, gay who only does slacktivism. They want us so badly to be that, so much so that I think Miss Toto is reading a bit too much into mr. or miss white Gay's actions here but at the end of the day it makes me uncomfortable because i feel as though we're going to be lumped into that and be on the chopping block next
1: i'm I'm very concerned with that too Mm. uh but just very simply the video of these two people what i'm seeing is two people with borderline personality disorder (laughs) 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 on full display wow
0: so I don't know fuck Miss Toto I don't really give a shit. <laughs> uh like Well Greg knows. Greg knows who Auntie Chan and Miss Toto are. Thank you for enlightening us. I feel as though it's important to know that at least Miss Toto is a is a uh Chicago drag queen. I don't know who Auntie Chan is. Which by the way the had profile. had the, the highest record of
1: homicides in maybe 200 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chicago is not not doing well right now. No, it is not. Uh it's never, you know, and he says, it's never fun when drag queens are a total drag. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, well, that, and that's the thing is, like, um, there's something about these kind of noxious gay people. I don't care if they're fucking black or white. They're just so exhausting. And, but the thing I was, I was talking about uh, to a few different people is, like, the first election I got to vote in was 2008, Barack Obama's first election. And it was the same uh, ballot in which uh, Prop 8 was on the ballot in California. And the reason why it passed, which was banning gay marriage in California when it, before it was federally legal ac- across the country, was largely because of black people. They voted yes on Prop 8. Uh, and so, like, that demographic breakdown was so clear to me. So it was simultaneously, because when I thought Obama was a great president and I was excited about some kind of change, it was the, simultaneously the happiest day of my life and the saddest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, I'm willing to be the ally that you want me to be, but I'm never going to forget that you weren't mine. I'll never forget it. Yeah. And I think that like the thing that the black like black folks have to reconcile with uh, when asking, like demanding that white folks participate and kind of do the song and dance they want us to do is largely like black people vote Democrat, but their values are conservative, like hmm. like trad con conservative. And so it's kind of like, I think that what we're going to see is kind of what you were talking about is, is that there's going to be a schism here with white gay people and, and black people. And, and because um there is no love <laughs> between these two groups. Um, I think that white gay people are, are, I think, generally trying to do the right thing, but like, gen- like middle-aged to older black people are really conservative in how they view these particular issues. Um, and it's, I'm not being shitty. I mean, it's just, it's just true. Um, I'm actually don't, I actually don't even mind it. I just, I just wish people kind of understood the reality. Like, I don't mind, I don't mind if people are conservative and don't like gay people. It doesn't upset me. It's just like there's like a demand placed upon us right now that is not reciprocated. And, and that irritates me a lot. And, and, and so I think it's largely why, like, I feel justified in speaking on this in this way it, mm-hmm. is just because it's like, I, I see you. I, I know, I know what this is about. Like also to uh, miss Toto or whatever, your whole community hates you. Like, and, it, and, it's, and it's not, it, it's gay men in particular, like gay men, like kind of effeminate gay men, like he or she is or whatever they prefer. Are not a popular person in their in their own community, and it's a, a really. I, I'm not saying that like this is even something worth discussing necessarily. Like I've been doing, but it's like I I really wish or hope for a future in which they let that conversation happen in their community because it's ugly. It, it's really ugly. I, I would hate to be a young gay black boy mm-hmm. in, in a large like in a in a kind of low income black area. That would really fucking. That is suck. the
0: smallest intersection, or sorry, the the most uh impactful intersection which impactful isn't a word i learned from from uh dr drew after dark huh but uh but that is probably one of the most devastating intersections to exist in um especially with like the things that we call toxic masculinity are like machismo right that that kind of thing exists very very much so in latino and black communities and i'm well aware of that you know, as as the token
1: straight guy here, it's always so weird to hear gay POC refer to gay white men as privileged. Yeah, it is to it it, it, stri- it like just viscerally strikes me as really strange as well. Mm-hmm. Um and because it because what but the thing is why they do it. People and it's not it's not like I'm not this isn't a condemnation of, of black culture. It's a condemnation of people who think like toto, which is an ideology. And it's an ideology of where there there's like a pyramid, there's a hierarchy of suffering, and if you're below a rung, you don't get to Feel your life could not have possibly been as bad as the one above you, and and, yeah. and at the end, but none of them ever talk about somebody who is like someone like Crip Daddy on Twitter who is severely handicapped, which that person even though he's white passing, I guess he's like half Puerto Rican or something. It, it, Will never. His right. life is horrible. Like right. he, he's like this in his chair. He's like completely it's disabled. It's worse than anybody could ever
0: imagine their own life being. No,
1: yeah, and, and but that's never taken into consideration. Mm. And and again, it's like to the neononi tweet we we read on the last podcast, which was about, uh, like you know your phones are pet causes, pet causes, and and what mm-hmm. like you know your phones made by slaves, your clothes are made by children, your meat is raised in agony. It's like people just cannot. It's. I think it's too hard for people to like. Because like when you do consider all the things that are happening in the world and how much suffering happens, it it makes you it puts every grievance into perspective, you know, and how like for a society to function the way that ours does. And it's broken in a lot of ways. But I think most people agree that they like living here. Um, There's going to be global suffering for us to live this life. And I don't. And and I think that like just on a non-human to human level, it's like. We have to have factory farming where animals are treated horribly to give meat to the amount of people we have in this country. It's a horrible reality. We have to. But but I think the people like the sacrifices or, or, or the, the freedoms and the cons- like the ways that people want to consume uh, would not be able it wouldn't be able to happen if we made the world just it just. It, and so I think And it's, it's a horrible black pill. It, it's a, such a horrible black pill to swallow. But we, we live a great life here because other places are suffering. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. And so it's like, and the, the things that you're enjoying, if you found out that you could make someone's life better in another place, but you would lose your iPhone, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> you wouldn't. You know you wouldn't. Mm. And so th- like that, that's kind of the really fucked up part about all this. But uh, speaking to Nia know about people of color, Uh, I received, I received a package from you today and you have the most Dago name I've ever seen in my life. And so you're not, you you are a person of color. So, uh, between you and Gio and myself, we are all people of color. We are Italian Americans.
0: Yeah. I was saying to Jordan, we are slowly gaining a very, the the most oppressed minority audience. I I know know
1: Nianoni's first name, but I didn't know his last name. And I'm like, this is the most fucking (laughs) WAP name I've ever seen in my life.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very funny. Yeah, we've got a very we our entire listening base is uh, minorities. Yeah, minorities and women. Yeah, yeah, and Kyle. So how dare anybody call us this is, racist? This, this is a first. Sexist. This is a
1: first responder POC podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly what it is. We love our firemen and our policemen on this podcast. No, no, no. We, we have to. No, no, no. We, we hate policemen. Sorry, we sorry, sorry. Them. We love our firefighters.
1: A cab, baby. A cab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about police. With we, uh, we, the
1: Minnesota Freedom Fund. I, I did want to talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So the other day, uh, the Minnesota Freedom Fund tweeted how much they've spent on bailouts since all this started going <laughs> down. The amount that they said that they have spent on bailouts is $200,000. The estimated amount that they received in donations was 200,000, $300,000. Oh no, 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 30 million. $35 million. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And this is the same thing that's going to come out about Black Lives Matter. Just you just wait. I I've been, I haven't I don't think I've said it on the pod yet, but like misappropriation of funds is coming.
0: That's a good dragnet, misappropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm misappropriation. <laughs> what would they sound like? Or Miss Andry. Miss An- Miss Andre. Didn't you was that one you came up with a while back? The Miss- uh I've come up with some classic hits. You like have Trefa Rog. Yeah. Like tree frog. I've come up with um <laughs> what was i don't i don't remember any of my other ones i wrote them down but they were fucking good can you read down on comment oh sure sure sure. wait which one uh the most recent yeah okay haha i had i had to write the address label twice because i spilled olive oil and marinara sauce on the first one joe <laughs> <laughs> says boston oh my god but yeah so so they spent two hundred thousand dollars out of the 35 million they've received <laughs> and what the what the fuck are they going to do with why haven't they spent the rest of the money to i don't know reinvest in black infrastructure or something because it it's going to turn out like Wyclef John's Haiti fund.
1: It's just going to get all embezzled. And it's going to be... This is this the could, worst
0: GoFundMe I've ever contributed
1: to. Because that's the thing of like the charities I chose to donate to, um, which I, I guess I'll, I'll say them. I'm not yeah. saying, saying them to be virtuous, but like 100 Black Men was one of them, which is largely about like black mentorship and, and education for young black boys, which yeah. I think is, is like... Because like, you know, again, like... A lot of black boys grew up with the father. We, we didn't get a chance to talk about that with Chris, who we had on the podcast last time. Mm-hmm. But his dad was incarcerated for the first eight years of his life because of a dumb fucking drug offense. Yeah. And I'm somebody who believes that we should d- decriminalize all drugs right now. And that would, I think, allow, largely allow a lot of black boys to grow up with fathers. Mm-hmm. But in lieu of that happening, I'd rather donate to a charity that like sets up mentorship for boys that black boys that don't have that kind of resource. The other one I donated to was about mental health in impoverished in impoverished communities which i think is a big one mm-hmm. i think a lot of people that get shot by cops that are unarmed are they have mental problems yeah um, ex- absolutely except for the guy in atlanta which right. we probably should talk about
0: rayshard brooks yeah um so earlier this week or maybe this weekend i think it was this weekend um uh rayshard brooks was uh he fell asleep at the wheel in a wendy's parking lot the ignition was on which the is important. ignition was on uh and uh, he had been drinking. Oh, yeah. And then uh, police came. They took him out of his car. He was doing an interview. and We saw it on the body cam footage. Very cordial, genial uh, conversation. I don't know. I had a... A drink and a half or something and the,
1: the cops are asking the kind of questions they ask to justify an arrest or also justify a breathalyzer like they have to have mm-hmm. probable cause to make these decisions and like i mean he's he's so obvious like he's he's obviously drunk he's holding it together pretty well considering yeah. what he ends up blowing which is a 0. 0.108 but right he's still like uh, so he's it's he'd be twice no no point no he's twice over then because it'd be point if it's point oh eight is point oh eight is the legal limit and what's two times that Point one six. Yeah, so he's tr- over twice over the
0: legal limit. Point one oh eight is what he was at. Right, one eight oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so um, th- so he was at point one oh eight, which is above the legal limit, which is actually quite a lot. Like a, I isn't isn't it based on like the content of your blood, and so point one is ten percent. Um, I don't know. I don't know that. I,
1: I would hate to say it that way, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Continue with what, I don't know. I don't know down. if it's a percentage,
0: but that's what i I was taught. In I'm not good school. at math. So, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so a 0.08 is like 8% or whatever. Um, so yeah, so he, that he breathalizes him scores of 0.108. He gets a high score of 0.108. And then, uh, they're like, okay, well we got to arrest you because you were in the car, ignition on asleep and drunk. So they start to arrest him, uh, and then, like, of course, like, body cam is against his body. There's there's footage of him from the surveillance video of him running away. But um, so starts to arrest him, and then he struggles, and then takes the cop's taser and runs. Um, he starts to struggle. They threaten him with the taser. Then he takes the taser and runs. Right. And then he shoots one of the cops with the taser, and then the second cop fires, what, three or four bullets Fired at him? Fired three.
1: I think two hit him. Um. Yeah. So what sucks about this case is that it's two things, right? Um, if I were to have done what, what – what's his name again? Rayshard Brooks. What, what Rayshard did, they would have shot me too. Yeah. There's no question about it. And I've been arrested before, and, and like, trust me, they would have shot me if I would have done what he did. There's no, there's no question about it. And so this isn't a race thing. This is you – can, you can debate um, whether or not cops should – like, you know, should they have shot him in the back? No. You already had his license, and you had his uh, his car there, so you could have found him later and not made this into a whole thing. Now that they're they're finding themselves with, based on the system that we have, where I understand, uh, without even really thinking about it, that if I would have done what he did, it would have gotten me killed. Um, that's, that's the system that's in place. We can debate whether or not that should exist. I think it shouldn't. I think, I think that he should not have been shot in the back. That, that seems obvious, Mm -hmm. but based on our understanding of interactions with the police, that was a very poor decision that he should have known was going to end his life, right? Um, the problem now is they have now charged that cop, uh, by, and, and what the attorney general is saying is that. Uh, the the taser is not considered a deadly weapon. The problem with that is they had two teenagers in a car where the cops broke into it and tased them in the car in in Atlanta also uh, during one of the protests. And during when, when there was outrage over that, the attorney general also said that tasers are a dangerous weapon. Yeah. So this cop's going to get exonerated, uh, mm-hmm. the one who's been charged. And it's going to start a fucking shit show because no one is willing to be intellectually honest about what is so perfectly clear, which is the system through which he was shot in the back should be changed. Mm -hmm. But we're not living in that system yet. (laughs) Right. Sorry. We're just not. And so, uh, again, and this is so not a racial thing. It it really isn't. Like, in fact, like I've, I've watched now both the body cam footage of it and the cops were not being dicks to him at all. They were being... Cops, but cordial. It was not hostile. It was very... And and, and Rayshard chose to escalate it to fucking a thousand. It, you provided a, an interesting
0: insight into why he may have done that.
1: Oh, yeah. So I, I think that this... W- well, I found out more, by the way.
0: So you mm-hmm. can say, say what I said to you, and then I'll explain. So you said after we had watched the footage that the reason he reacted this way to his getting arrested is because this was probably his second or third DUI. So I was right. Uh, but different. Jeez. He
1: was out on release because of COVID.
0: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I mean, that's fucking awful.
1: So, that's why he reacted. Uh, I get it. Uh, you know, like, and especially if it was a on a DUI-related thing before. Because, like, if you get your your second one, you can kind of... But if the third one, if it's a third one, you're going to prison for a long mm-hmm. time. And so... Yeah, so that's my understanding now is that he was off uh, because he got released early on something else he had done because of COVID. And so, but yeah, I mean, he made a choice, you know, and and, and it got him killed. Should it have gotten him killed? No. no uh, of course not. And that, that, that system needs to change. But at the same time, he's not uh, innocent. He made a choice. It, it, would, it would be like the choice of deciding to have a fist fight with somebody I have a disagreement with in public. I, if I make that choice, I can get my ass kicked or kick their ass and accidentally kill them like i will have made a choice to have a physical altercation with somebody that can either hurt me or i can hurt them and that's the choice he made and it was a poor choice very poor um and 108 is not drunk enough to make that choice like there was some other shit going on there but he wasn't mentally ill which is kind of what my assumption was when i first watched the video he seemed very normal just Mm -hmm. drunk you know and so now the police force in Atlanta are are looking to strike, and I think they should. Honestly, I like like I'm okay. Preface: I'm not pro uh, police. In fact, like I, I I don't like I don't like the state, and I don't like the, the, that they're the enforcers of the state. I do think some sort of police force or whatever, like if you don't want to use the word police, use whatever you want. Something like that needs to exist, like whether it's or uh or like maybe citizen malicious i don't know what where we move from here like something needs to exist to protect your community right because crime's not going to just disappear um and neither is violent crime because there are sociopaths in the world lots of them um but i think what cops should do is strike all over the country just for 48 hours just like all right like a purge type situation of like you guys think we're not valuable now like or anything that we do uh Let's let's see what happens in forty eight hours. And if nothing happens, well, good. Proof, proof that uh, we don't really need them, right? But if what is more likely to happen happens, then I think that people who are like in the A cab, like like, and it's always the same fucking people saying A cab with their fucking hammer and sickle thing in there. Like it's always the same fucking person. And it's like you you don't you really don't understand what you're proposing here. You really don't get it. And but. To be very clear, in that 48 hours, if nothing happens and everything's peaceful and it's like the the, it's like the Chaz. Great. I I would love to run this experiment because I'm armed. (laughs) So I'm safe here if anyone tries to play fuck around. But people will realize in a state like California where we are, where we have been neutered in what we're allowed to have in terms of weaponry. um, We'll 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 realize pretty quickly, uh, you know we need to make one choice or the other either we 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 get rid of we totally like defang and neuter the police department uh, but we need to be able to at least conceal carry here or something to protect ourselves Um, I don't
0: know so like what do you think well we should uh, talk about like what things have been accomplished since uh, these protests have started and today or sorry yesterday Trump um, had his executive order uh, Mm. that is like immediate police reform I think like within 90 days Uh, and uh, a lot of it is focused on um, so there's that the preamble of it that's like look our police have just been stretched too thin we give them too many responsibilities that they are not equipped to handle and that's why people die Uh, and and so basically like it's saying like a police officer with a gun should not be sent out to handle a homeless person on a bench or a schizophrenic at an intersection. Mm. This should not be a case that a police officer uh, comes with a gun and a taser should be people who are trained in, in how to handle these things. And so after that, after that like little like preamble, it's like, so we're going to hire uh, and train our current police officers to, be better prepared for mental health situations, addiction situations and homelessness so that mistakes don't happen because police have every opportunity to escalate to violence. uh, When maybe that's not the intention by somebody who is unpredictable because they have mental health problems or Mm -hmm. they are addicted to something or they're homeless. Mm -hmm. Um, Fuck when you're homeless, you act out in ways that you could never have imagined because that's one of your basic fucking hierarchical needs. Um, can you read uh, Jacob's last comment uh, these liberal cities should be burned to the ground is that the one yeah there Jacob there are a lot of poor black people that
1: haven't done anything wrong in these cities so I would reconsider that intensity anyway mm. sorry go ahead
0: um, sorry uh, on to the the next thing is they're going to be providing uh, mental health services to police officers. Now, yeah. So I, well, which uh, they, I mean, everybody should have generally, do you remember but point for
1: point, what was in the executive order? Cause that might be important to say that I'm going to, I have a thought about point that. for point. Well, I just, I mean, so. the, the, the big things were, um, uh, banning chokeholds unless the cop's life is endangered
0: that I wish it was just banning them completely. But there was a uh, use of force, um, or escalation of, of like force, uh, training mm-hmm. and, and escalation training, I should say. But use of force regulations um, and situational training on how to handle something if it starts to progress, how you can bring it back down. Why? What what were you going to say? Because – so he's been getting shit about this not being enough,
1: right? Hmm. But what what everyone should be aware of now is that it's not really up to him how individual cities – conduct what their police force does. Yeah. So like he can only give those guidelines that are in that executive order, but every police force can opt out of it, which is what, and they'll maybe lose some funding, federal funding, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it is up to all these cities that are on fire right now to implement these things on their own. So, and, and to Minneapolis's credit, they're trying something different, like, I don't think it's a great idea, but uh, I, I want to be proven wrong. I, I want to be proven wrong that they can disband their police force entirely and make something better. I, I want to run that experiment. I don't particularly
0: want it in L.A., but, uh, but you know, I'm willing to kind of see what happens. I mean, historically, the federal government just has to leverage things against the states uh, to make them happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, what, the 80s or the 90s, when they changed the drinking age to 21, The way they did that was by uh, proposing or passing this order uh, to raise the drinking age to 21. And if states did not comply, they would receive no federal funding for their highways and roads. Mm -hmm. And so states were like, well, fuck, we need that money to build infrastructure. uh, So we're going to raise the drinking age. And it's like, of course, there needs to be like severe. I think there should be severe uh, governmental or. Gubernatorial uh, consequences um, if you don't see the problem here and abide by the executive order. This is such like, this is like, y- yes, it might not be enough, but it's such like a common sense uh, executive order to be made. Like, yeah, train your police officers to be it educated at least a little bit on mental health and addiction and homelessness so that they don't kill people on the
4: street.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's something that, uh, like, again, I, 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 I will remain consistent on this. Like, I think that the violence that a lot of the right-wing uh, rallies against made him actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. So it was effective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's like if these were just, I don't think if these were just, like, women's march-type protests that this would have ended up making any kind of change on the federal level. Um, you know, what What? What change actually ends up happening, I'm not going to say what that could or that's going to be because who the fuck knows. Mm. Uh, you know, we'll probably move on to the next pet project and then uh, not even think about this and nothing will change. I mean, that's the really black pill of the whole thing. But I hope that's not true. I really do. Um, but I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah. But if you want to see a video that makes you really want to
0: hate cops. Oh, God. I hated this shit.
1: Oh, it made me crazy. Well,
2: I decided to come to the McDonald's at Love's uh, on the Ford Avenue exit. And I waited in line to get my food. I had already done my mobile order so that, you know, people don't <laughs> pay for So proud of herself. Because I just always like to pay for it myself. Oh, really? But I'm on my way home.
1: That, that's the funny thing about that too, is like through her saying that, like, cause I've seen this all the time is like, oftentimes when cops go in to get things, they don't, they don't pay for it. So it's like, she's so proud of herself for doing what we all have to do, which uh-huh. is like really Yeah, funny. good for, for
2: you. Um, when I pull up to the window, they hand me my receipt. So I go to the second window to get my food and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and so the girl comes to the window and asks me what my order was. I repeat my order and my coffee, um, order and They asked me to pull up because my food's not ready. It's, uh,
0: the speed at which she talks is
2: criminal. Meal with a hash brown of coffee. <laughs> and, I mean, I hadn't eaten since uh, probably about... I mean, I've been up for... This
1: almost seems like a parody video.
2: In a while, <sighs> so I was kind of hungry. And I'm still waiting. And I'm still waiting. And they asked me to pull up. So I pull up forward and uh, a girl comes out with my coffee. And just the coffee. And she hands it to me and and my Oh my down. God.
0: She's crying. I know.
2: And that's all
4: she hands me is the coffee. So I told her, I said, don't bother with the food because right now I'm too nervous to take it. It doesn't matter how many hours I've been up. It doesn't matter what I've done for anyone. Right now I'm too nervous to take a meal from McDonald's because I can't see it being made i don't know what's going on with people nowadays but please just give us a break please just give us a break i don't know how much more i can take i've been in this for 15 years and i've never ever had such anxiety about waiting for mcdonald's drive-through food
0: okay sweetheart like maybe maybe make your own food. you know what i mean it's like make, maybe okay, make your own food exactly and also your badge that shirt you're wearing, your radio, is something you can pop off for 15 minutes while you're waiting in the drive-thru. If you are that worried about somebody identifying you as a cop, you can take off that part of your personality for a second. B- look, like, the... the they're, they're treating the it like it's like, like a I, sexual orientation. Exactly. It's, it's so the interesting. Thing, you are not oppressed for being a cop because it is something that you can just remove. Yeah. You can literally... You're wearing an undershirt. Just... Pop off your your collared shirt for a second if you are that worried about them poisoning your food. She says, I can't see them make my food. I'm too nervous to eat it because I can't see it. I love the sincerity of the tweeter, too. Oh, my God. Uh, T. Yeah. Anne, whose whose profile says Tennessee, proud American code of vets. Trump 2020. God bless our troops. Pro-life constitutional constitutional conservative independent. No porn. Red Red Mage says she had to wait eight minutes
1: and 46 seconds. (laughs) Oh, Her name is
0: Stacy, apparently. But this is just so fucking embarrassing. Stacy, who has been a
1: cop for 15 years, went to McDonald's. She paid for it in advance, and this is how she gets treated for being a cop. Crying face, mad face. Come on, America. Please play better than
0: this. Please play the last 10 seconds of it, too.
4: So just have a heart, and if you see an officer, just tell them thank you. Because I don't hear thank you enough anymore. All Oop. I want is just my...
1: Okay. Um, so, oh, uh, Nyanoni asks if she's team. in her cruiser. She's clearly not. Uh, this looks like a civilian car. Yeah. Yeah, there's no cage in the back. She's got, like, normal headrest. I think
0: it's... This it's is almost as if she could have just taken off her... Police equipment. Should, yeah. Well, and, and or just like learn how to, I mean, learn how to cook your
1: own fucking food. Make a bowl of oatmeal. you know you, you, you uh, like, honestly, yeah. sweetie, like, you, you don't need another McMuffin. You're fine. So, like, <laughs> America's finest. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is the, that is like one of the funniest things to me, like, as an aside, is how many cops, like, you, you know, we're talking about like, you know, we, we need training. We need like all these kinds of things. We need PT tests because I have seen so many fat fucks out there, like, who would get winded eating a bagel like it is it is bad news man yeah and and so like these are the people protecting us are these like right fucking <laughs> disgusting slobs awful and so yeah and but i jacob like like you say i agree i think that uh, police should do a nationwide strike i really think they should and, and, and it'll i think it'll give us clarity mm. of what their utility is in our society because i think it should be proven and i'm fine with either outcome but i think it would be interesting to know so i don't know what else we got on the note here
0: Oh, I don't know. What else do we gotta talk about? Uh Crystalia. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, uh, so
1: he got me too I guess. Uh and then some child grooming thing. But uh, like I said to you, he's like Dane Cook to me. Like, I don't really... I think I would care more if I actually, th- like, cared about him or found him funny or whatever, but... Or interesting. Interesting, in but I
0: don't really, so... Right. He is, I said to you, like, every 13-year-old boy's introduction to comedy. Exactly. Now. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like he holds no bearing on my That's life. That's why he's
1: Justin Bieber's favorite comedian.
0: Oh, God, of course. And, and like, so the the allegations against him are screenshots of girls sending... Messages to this this uh, account called not We Rate Dogs. It's um, it's a similar account, but for like women exposing uh men for being trash or whatever. Okay. Um, and and so people were DMing this account like their experiences with Chris D'elia, uh, and him being kind of creepy and groomy and like them being like sixteen or seventeen and him saying weird things and then like, I don't know. It, it's his allegations of course are like in the court of public opinion, he's obviously guilty, but in the court of law, these things probably don't hold up. Um, and if they were to be used, it would be like, well, how can you prove that he even knew your age? How can you prove this is him? I mean, it's like with a lot of these things other than yeah. the obvious ones that went
1: down, like even, even Louis's thing. It's like, is it illegal what he did? Like I, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to say really. So I, 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 I you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want someone to get cancelled unjustly At this, but simultaneously I, I there are a handful of like new wave comedians and him being one of them of just I like wouldn't mind them not being around anymore right I've
0: never been a fan sorry dude so but if if you were a fucking creep you were a creep I'm not a I don't think I have any energy to defend you right now <laughs> our, fe- our fellow pedophile Neononi checking in yes uh, he says I got busted for child grooming once I was brushing some kids hair in the Walmart toy section <laughs> Nice. Very nice. Uh, So, what else we got here? Uh, There's no point talking more about that. Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Red Mage says, and every 13 year old girl's introduction to sex, apparently. Right. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm going to show you guys an
1: image, and I want you guys to tell me what color this is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. So, I'm going to pull this up on screen, and you're going to tell me, I want everyone in the comments to tell me what color this is. Yeah,
0: we'll wait a few seconds. Um, What colors do you see on the laces and the trim? As one color, and then the base of the shoe is the other. What do you see? Are you still seeing the same thing? Uh, I th- my initial
1: sight is what I see right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this might take a second for people to check in on it because, like, it's stuck on the other one for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is the new dress. Uh, the new dress, the blue and black and gold and white dress. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came out. I was doing a show in. Uh, I-, I was doing a show in Florida. It was my senior year of high school, and we were doing. Twelfth uh, night outside. It was really cool, actually. Um, and the blue and black dress showed up, and people were like backstage showing me their phones, and I'm like, "It's, I mean, it's obviously blue and black." And then I was like, "Wait a minute!" But the lighting—you mm-hmm. got to think about the lighting—and it's 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 uh, white and gold.
1: Well, everyone's in consensus on Teal this.
0: Teal and gray. So you guys, I see it as pink and the shoe is pink and the and the uh, and the laces and trim are white. Yep. So I'm actually seeing the pink and 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 white now. It switched for me, but I think the the thing for me is that it's the lighting, and I've seen, I've seen both at this point. But if I focus hard enough, I can see the teal and the gray, mm-hmm. and I can see the pink and the white. I still can only just see pink and white. And I get why you might see that. Uh huh. And also, like, in what world? So I've seen many more actual vans in real life that are pink and white. With the white trim, then I have seen gray vans with uh, a teal trim. Right. Have you ever seen one of those in real life? I don't think I have. Uh, the the gray and teal. I've never seen it in real life. I have. Okay. Yeah. because uh, I'm I'm back to gray and teal now. But if I if I really like look at the gray, I see the pink. Yeah. And then it turns white. Well, the shoe is actually pink and white. Um, which I can see. If I can get it here. Hang on a second. Right. It's actually pink and white. So we have the truth here, the real image, everybody this is the real deal so yeah the shoes actually pink and white
1: but yeah, yeah. like but uh, you know that they, they say it's like a right brain left brain thing i think that got a little bit debunk. It's just one of these kind of weird images like the uh, right. like the the dress but anyway mm. it's fun for me
0: interesting yeah i thought that was pretty cool pretty
1: cool yeah but uh i don't know that's about all i got uh, yeah me too uh, so we're gonna do the Robin D'Angelo thing. I would like to do it on Friday, but I don't know if I can get through the book that fast. It's gonna be tough.
0: Yeah, but I think I can do it if I try harder. I mean,
1: I've already started. I'm on like I'm kind of nearing the end of the first chapter, but I got five more to go, so it's gonna be painful. Yeah. Um.
0: Like, yeah, reading. Uh, we're reading this book for you guys, so you don't have to uh be so masoch- masochistic. But if you want to make this into a book club and be well read by the time Friday rolls around, be very woke. Uh, feel free to do so. We'd love to talk about it with you. All right. We well, love you all. Love you guys. See, See you Friday. Friday, yes.